Good morning. Welcome to Sunday Morning with Love and Action. I am Ken Tuck. Thank you for joining me today. How are you doing today? Can you believe this is New Year's Eve, the last day of 2023? Wow. Where did this year go? (laughs) We are about to enter into 2024 and just want to praise God for giving us this day, giving us another year. And we have a lot of great things to look forward to when we are in Christ Jesus, our Lord, and the main thing being heaven. Jesus is life, and he's life right here on earth. So no matter if we're going through tough times or not, when we have Jesus, it's going to be okay. And I don't know how your 2023 was. I hope it was good. We often have ups and downs throughout a year. That was true for me, and I'm sure it was true for most of you out there. But here's looking to a new year, 2024 and just praying that it's going to be a great year for everyone and a great year for advancing the gospel of Jesus Christ right here in Dothan and the Wiregrass and throughout this world. Well, let's start out this last edition of Sunday Morning with Love and Action for 2023, as we always do, and that's in prayer to our Heavenly Father. So please join me. Father God, we come to you in the name of Jesus Christ, your Son, our Savior, our Lord, our King. Oh, God, thank you. You have given us another year. Lord, it's been a tough year for some. It's been a good year for others. It's been a tough and a good year for most. But, Father, we just want to give you praise at whatever kind of year we just went through. We thank you, Father, and we thank you. We have that hope of newness as the new year comes, Lord, and we enter into it. But, Lord, so much greater than that is our hope in you and newness of life true life that only comes through you, Jesus. And I pray, God, that as we end this year, that anyone listening today who does not have that relationship with you, I pray today is the day. What a way to end 2023, giving their lives to you. And I pray, Lord, that those who are saved, are born again, believers in Jesus Christ, that we will just end this year and enter next year telling others about you, rejoicing in your goodness, being people of your word, people of prayer, and just seeking you above all else. Father, thank you for this year of Sunday mornings with love and action right here on the Joy FM. Thank you for each and every opportunity you have given us here on the radio, on the internet, on apps. Father God, we just thank you for the Joy FM and just pray, God, your blessings upon the ministry of the Joy FM, Father, and everyone who is associated with the Joy FM. Father, we just want to say thank you. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for saving us. Thank you for forgiving us. And we love you, and it's in your holy name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Well, I do want to thank the Joy FM for another wonderful year of ministry. The Joy FM is such a wonderful partner with Love and Action. Love doing ministry with Mark and Terrace and Linda and Earl and, of course, Russ and Nancy. We know they have moved on to Missouri, but well, we love them and just know that God's going to do great things through them up there in Missouri. And we just thank God for the Joy FM. Well, 2023, it was an interesting year for me. And for Love and Action, it was a wonderful year of ministry. And God's Word actually says a lot about not looking back. And so we enter into this new year, and oftentimes people look back and they're, oh, I should have accomplished this, I should have done that, I'm disappointed in this, that, and the other. But you know what? That's the past. We need to learn from the past, yes. But we need to go forward, letting the past go and go forward in Jesus Christ. Let's look at a few scripture from God's Holy Word 
and starting in the Old Testament in Isaiah chapter 43, verses 18 through 19, the prophet writes, Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. That's a very popular verse or couple of verses to read as we enter into a new year. God is doing a new thing. And he's he's always doing something new. God is always doing something. And it's always something great. And when we step out to live for him, we get to experience some of what he's doing. You know, we can't experience all of it, of course, because he's moving all around the world. But praise God when we allow him just to work through in us and through us and we see him growing us spiritually in his word and then telling others about him, letting them move in us. And and if you haven't been a, a believer who is really active telling others about Jesus, make that your goal for 2024 to be intentional about that, not just an intention, but be intentional, meaning you're going to set out, you're going to do it. You're going to start telling others about Jesus. You can tell others about your testimony, what God has done in your life. That's a powerful way to share Jesus with others. And as you learn scripture, share scriptures with people too, because God's word, as it says, does not return void. And so as we share scripture with others, it's going to sink into their hearts. And that's called planting and watering seeds of the gospel in the hearts of people. So move forward in Jesus. Don't look back. We want to learn things that we might have messed up or mistakes we made. You want to learn from that, but don't dwell on that. We also want to look back at the goodness of God and remember what he's done. We do want to remember that. So as we move forward and challenges come up, we can stop and say, well, you know what? I remember in 2023 when I was in this situation and God brought me through it. So you know what? He'll do it again. And we see that often in the Old Testament as the children of Israel remember the Exodus, remember God bringing them out of Egypt. And it's just, it's faith building when we remember those things. It's, it's why it's good to journal. It's good to write things down about what God has done in our lives. And so I encourage you to do that and just go forward in Jesus because he wants to do new things in your life. Let's look at Proverbs chapter 4, verses 25 through 27. Let your eyes look directly forward and your gaze be straight before you. Ponder the path of your feet, then all your ways will be sure. Do not swerve to the left or to the right. Turn your foot away from evil. Again, looking forward to Jesus, keeping our gaze on him. When I talk about looking forward and staying focused on Jesus, I always think about Peter when he stepped out of the boat to walk on the water to Jesus, and he was walking on water, the only one other than Jesus to do that, (laughs) walking on water, but then he took his eyes off of Jesus. And we have the tendency to do that. We can have our focus on Jesus, but then the storms of life come up and we we turn our, our view, we turn our focus away from Jesus, and that's when we start to sink. But just like Peter, when he just yelled, help, (laughs) Jesus is right there to pick us up as well. So stay focused on Jesus in 2024 and let him be your guiding light because he is the light of the world. Let's look at Philippians chapter 3, verses 13 and 14. 
Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. The Apostle Paul's words are so awesome. They're God's words spoken through the Apostle Paul. And when Paul says, I have not considered myself yet to have taken hold of it, You know, that encourages me because I know my walk is not perfect, even though God is sanctifying me and making me more and more like him. Because he says, be holy as I am holy. Therefore, we can be holy. That sanctification is a process that we go through, that God is continually working in us to make us more like his son, Jesus. And Paul was that way. And the great apostle Paul was still being sanctified. And he just kept going forward in Christ Jesus. And that's what we need to do as well. And let's look at Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Such powerful words. There's so much in that one verse, but just want to focus on this. Lay aside every weight and sin that clings so closely. Jesus wants to cleanse us from sin. He wants to sanctify us. He wants to make us like him, as I was just talking about. And so that sin that we have in our lives, the goal is to get rid of that intentional sin, sin that we know is sin, but we do it anyway, even though we know we shouldn't be doing it. As we pray and we ask God to deliver us from that, to help us to overcome that, to help us to lay it aside. He will. And the more we are in his word, the more we are praying to him, the more we see him do that because we're focused, again, focused on him and moving forward in him. And don't swerve to the right or to the left and stay away from evil. Sometimes in this world, it's hard to get away from evil, isn't it? But again, intentional. We don't want to intentionally run towards evil. Evil is going to always be out there getting in our way. But we need to stay focused on Jesus. Let him speak his life. Let Jesus speak his life into us. And again, ask him, help. Help me overcome whatever that sin is that's kind of been a thorn in your flesh, if you will. And you just want to overcome that and ask God to help you to do that. And as we enter a new year, there's always a lot of hope about the future. And even in this crazy and dark world that we live in today, there is hope. And now truly the only hope is in Jesus Christ. Again, we fix our gaze on Jesus. We focus on him. Then we we realize that hope. We realize that we have a future as the prophet Jeremiah writes in Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future That's our God's plan for us. He wants to prosper us, and I'm not just talking about financially. I'm talking about spiritually and physically every way, including financially. But prospering isn't just about finances, which so often people take completely out of context and just focus on finances. Finances is a quick way to take your eyes off of Jesus because if you start focusing on money, that's where we start getting in trouble. In it, We want to focus on Jesus and just let him take care of those things because he will and just know that he has a plan for us and it's a good plan and he is our hope and our future is in him. 
because we know that when we follow Jesus, he's our Savior, he's our Lord. We have life here and now, but we have life eternal with him, and we will live with him forever and ever. We will see the new heaven and the new earth and things that we just can't even imagine that we're going to see in heaven and throughout eternity as God. He is the great creator, and I just believe he's going to keep on creating throughout eternity, which never ends, and we'll be with him forever and ever and ever. That's that great hope that we all have. And be strengthened in the word of God. Isaiah 41.10, do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. God is with you. He loves you. You're his child then you know that he is your father and he is with you. And therefore, we don't have to fear and just trust him. He's with us. As he goes on to say there in Isaiah 41, I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. I tell you, that scripture just meant so much to me this past year, especially back in the first part of the year in January when my mother died and went home to to be with Jesus. Uh, That was a tough time. I was thankful that she wasn't suffering anymore and she was with Jesus. But, oh, my heart wasn't ready, was not ready for my mom to go. But God strengthened me. He upheld me with his righteous right hand. And those of y'all who experienced loss this year, you know what I'm talking about. It's never easy to lose a loved one. But when we do, and we know that they were born again, so they were with Jesus, so we, we get to rejoice. And that's when I preached my mom's funeral We like to call it her celebration of life service. Man, it it was easy to preach, but it was also very hard to preach at the same time. But it was easy because I knew where she was at. She was with Jesus, and she wasn't suffering anymore. God will comfort us. That's what his Holy Spirit comes. His Holy Spirit comforts us, among many other things that the Holy Spirit does. He's there with us, and he will uphold us. He will strengthen us. So if you're coming out of 2023 struggling for whatever whatever the reason may be maybe it's a loss of a loss of a spouse or of a parent or of a child just know that you can trust God to be with you to comfort you to just hold you in his hand and bring you through this because uh, he will and we just got to trust him because he's with us he loves us and he wants the best for us and he wants to pour out his love in our lives so trust him look to him And in 2024, I want to encourage you to be Great Commission Christians. What do I mean by that? I mean, let's live out the Great Commission. Matthew 28, verses 18 through 20. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. I tell you, Jesus is with us always, and that's another comfort that we can have. We just came out of the Christmas season, right? And we know the scripture about Jesus being born, and his name will be Emmanuel, God with us. And we just read scripture, God saying, don't fear, I'm your God, I'm with you. And here Jesus is telling us, I'm with you always. So see, he's always with us. If you're a born-again believer in Jesus Christ, He's with you, and therefore we can be Great Commission Christians. We can tell others about him. He gives us the power to do that. Acts 1.8, Jesus tells us that you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea 
and in Samaria and to the ends of the earth. So see, we have the Holy Spirit empowering us to be his witnesses. So therefore, we can go out and fulfill the great commission that Jesus commands us to do, and that's to tell others about him, to make disciples, to baptize, to teach. He says, teach those to obey what I've taught you. We need to know what he's taught us, right? That's why we teach 50 commands of Christ here at Love and Action. So we can know what those commands are, what those things are that he teaches us. Therefore, we can live them out, but we can also tell others. And so that's why I say I encourage you to be a Great Commission Christian, and I encourage you to get involved in discipleship at your church, or we also have it here at Love in Action. You can check out our website, loveinactionministries.com, and check out the Love in Action School of Discipleship. Just a lot of great things going on at School of Discipleship. It's been a wonderful year of making disciples. We have seen, actually we've had our first graduates that's gone all the way through all of our courses. And we've had many to receive their certificates in discipleship and many that are still going on through uh, the different phases of our discipleship. So people are hungry for the word. And I encourage you, just pick up his word and, and just say, God, I want to know you more. And let that hunger just dwell up inside of you and learn, learn his word. Again, be involved in Bible studies at your church. Be involved with discipleship. Not only just learn it, but live it out. James tells us to be doers of the word, not hearers only. So we we got to apply what we learn. We got to live it out. Uh, That's why I started grad school this year at Wesley Biblical Seminary, because I want to learn more about God's word. I want to go deeper into his word. And I finished up my first semester, praise God, and it was just wonderful. It was very challenging doing that and also doing that with everything else that we do here at the ministry. But praise God, it was worth all the time that it took to make it through that first semester. And I just learned so much and now applying what I've learned. And I'm looking forward to this upcoming semester, which begins mid-January, and I get to learn more, and I'm just excited about that. I know it's going to be challenging. I know one of my classes, I've already talked to a couple of friends there who's, who's taking it, and they say it's very intense. It's very challenging, but it's going to change the way you study the Bible. It's, it's an awesome course, and so I'm looking forward to that. And just everything else that God wants to pour into me, I want. I want more of Jesus in my life, and I want to pour out more of Jesus into the lives of others. And so I just encourage you to pray and say, God, give me that hunger. I want to desire you above all else. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, we are commanded. And when we do that, uh, it just changes our lives. I always think about being overseas when I think about that verse because I I see people there who will walk for hours, even up and down the Himalaya mountains, as Martha and I saw in Nepal back in September of this year. People just so hungry for the Word of God. They'll walk for hours to get to a service so they can hear the Word of God. Because, again, in these countries, there's not a church on every street corner. There's barely a church on every mountain in, in the Himalayas. you got to go a distance before you can find someone who can teach the Word. And so that's why we go overseas, to spread the gospel more and to train up pastors who can lead Bible studies, who can lead house churches in these countries, and especially in the 1040 window where it's just hard to reach people. And that's where the world's, but most of the world's Muslims and 
Hindus and Buddhists live as well. And it's just important to, to take the word there. People are so hungry for the word of God. And, it's, and I just pray to see that happen here, uh, right here in Dothan, right here in the Wiregrass. On Christmas Eve, it was so beautiful. My wife and I were at a candlelight service at Harvest Church. And there was other churches. Like, uh, I saw uh, pictures from Covenant. Got a f- friends who go there and, and some other churches that were just packed out for Christmas Eve. And that was so good to see. But my prayer was, Lord, let this be a regular Sunday. Let standing room only be normal in your houses of worship throughout the area. And I just pray that. I pray for that kind of hunger to fall upon all of us and that we'll just hunger after him and live for him. So as you step into, as we all step into 2024, let's enter 2024 saying this, God, I want more of you in my life. I want to know you more. I want to know your word better and just ask him to help you to develop a prayer life, a time of being in your word. And you got to be intentional when you do this. You got to say, I'm going to do this. God, help me. I need your help to discipline myself to do this and set aside time. If you have to write it out on a calendar or whatever it takes, write it down and say, this time is is for God, me and him. Mine's in the mornings. I like to get up early in the morning and start reading his word do some devotionals as well. Don't let a a devotional be your only Bible study, though. Be in his word. Uh, Devotionals are, for me, a good way to kind of kick off the morning, and then I get into into his word and time for prayer, to pray to God and to listen to him as well. So set aside time. If you can set aside an hour, that would be awesome. Uh, If you can't do an hour right now, start out with 30 minutes and just start getting into the word of God. Start praying to God and Paul tells us to pray continually so we can pray throughout the day, not just when we wake up and when we go to bed, but continually throughout the day. And just seek after God more and more this year than you ever had in your life. I just encourage you to do that and be intentional when you do that. Well, 2023, I was going to talk about some things that happened, and I got talking about Scripture, and time kind of went away (laughs) from me. But that's a good thing because there's nothing better to talk about than the Word of God. But this year has been a wonderful year of ministry. I just want to say thank you to everybody who's been a part of Love and Action this year. You know, it's not just those of us here at Love and Action, like me and Martha and Sean, Suell, Pamela, Kendrick, all of our wonderful volunteers. We can't do it without you. We can't do it without our volunteers. We can't do it without all of you who donate financially. It takes money to do what we do. And praise God for the faithful givers who give financially. Uh, Many give each and every month. And praise God for that. Some give end-of-the-year gifts, and that's a blessing as well. And you still have time to do that, by the way. Uh, You can go to loveinactionministries.com backslash donate. That's our donation page. And you can give electronically via PayPal or Venmo or Cash App. And I would encourage you to do that if you're able to and, and if the Lord leads you to do so. But thank you to everybody who gives. Thank you to everybody who prays for us. Wow, we need those prayers. I mean, the battle is real. The spiritual battle is real each and every day because we are going into the darkness and shining the light, and the enemy doesn't like that. And so he fights back in in many different ways. So your prayers are so important to us. Please continue to pray for us. And those who donate items such as um, clothing and food, hygiene items, tents, and so forth, wow, thank y'all. I mean, we just can't do what we do without y'all. 
everybody who's part of this ministry. Thank you so much. It's been an awesome year. I, I don't know how many people came to the Lord, but I know it was a good number. I, I probably should do a better job keeping count, but <laughs> I'm not very much into numbers. I'm just into seeing people come to the Lord. And we saw a number of people come to the Lord this year, and we baptized a number of them as well. And I just love baptizing people. That's one of the most privileged things I get to do. And But you know what? I'm also excited when I see people baptize others for the first time realizing, hey, it's not just the pastor who can baptize. Jesus tells all of his followers, he says, in in the Great Commission, to go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them. So that's as we go, we baptize. And when you lead somebody to the Lord, you have every right to baptize that person when you're a believer. And I I get so excited seeing people baptized and excited seeing people baptize others for the first time. So that's been a great year of doing that. It's been a wonderful year of seeing people's needs met. We meet thousands of needs each and every week, each and every month of the year, uh, just constantly. And God's provision continues as we have our food pantry, as we have our warehouse food distribution ministry, as we cook meals for folks. It's just, I wish the need wasn't there. I wish everybody had plenty, but we know that's not the case because the Word of God tells us that's not the case. The poor will always be with you. And we know here in Dothan, one in six are food insecure, 20% of the population lives below the poverty line. So there's a lot of needs out there. And thanks to God, his provision, and to all of you who are obedient to him to help, uh, we're able to meet thousands of needs out there as people come here. But as we go out to them, that's what we we have to. We have to go to them because not not everybody can come to us. That's like building a church and say, okay, everybody just come. Now you got to go out to the people and reach them and run to the pain. There's a lot of pain out there. And when you run to it and you meet people right where they're at, they are so appreciative, so thankful, and it truly opens up their eyes to the love of Jesus Christ. In October, we were finally able to begin renovating our kitchen building. It took a long time getting there, but praise God, we're there and we're still renovating. The outside is almost done and looks great. I just praise God for it. It just looks really good. And the inside is, we still have a long ways to go on the inside. But we're getting there, and when we do, just follow us on Facebook, and I'll mention it on here too when we op- when we open that up. There will be more volunteer opportunities during the week in the kitchen area and, and the dining room there. It's just going to be exciting, and the uh, events we'll be able to hold there too. Uh, just more ways to reach people for Jesus, and more ways to meet needs, and I just praise God for that. And just thank him for everything he's doing. As many of y'all know, we're an international ministry as well. And so partnering with indigenous pastors in Philippines and China and Myanmar, Nepal, Pakistan, India, Thailand, Haiti. It's just been an awesome year and, and just tens of thousands of people come to the Lord. And just seeing disciples being made in unreached areas where people have never heard the gospel and they hear it and they their lives are transformed and they want to know more. And so we, we help our brothers and sisters make disciples. And being able to go to Nepal back in October and train 64 pastors and, and ministry workers was just incredible. And of course, encouraging believers in, in rural churches there and baptizing 17 new believers. It was just an awesome, awesome trip. So God is moving everywhere, locally right here and around the world. And one of the many things I love about what God does through Love and Action is through Love and Action, we all get to be 
part of his great commission around the world. We get to fulfill his great commission right here at home in Dothan and the Wiregrass, but also he gives us opportunities around the world to tell others and those who have never heard about him the gospel and to, to help meet vital needs overseas as well. So it's just been an incredible year, and I'm excited about what's going to happen in 2024. I just know God has big plans. I know we have some big goals that we've prayed to him about, and we're, we're just following him because we want to put those plans in his hands and let him do what he wants to do because if he wants to change it, then he'll change it, and we'll go with whatever he wants. So we just we just put our plans in his, in his hands and to say, God, your will be done. We're following you, Jesus. Do what you want to do. We'll follow. And so I encourage you to do the same this year and to join alongside of us, and let's continue to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ through acts of compassion right here in Dothan and the Wiregrass and around the world. And you can check out more about Love in Action at our website at loveinactionministries.com. And as we wrap up today's program, I just want to encourage those who are listening who don't have that relationship with Jesus, do it today. Just call on the name of Jesus. The Word of God says to Confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. Believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you shall be saved. So I encourage you to do that. Just pray to him. Ask him to forgive you, cleanse you, and just say, Jesus, I'm yours. Save me. I'm going to follow you. Just help me to do that. He'll meet you right where you're at. And then I encourage you to get engaged with the local body of believers. Learn the word. Be around those who will lift you up in the word of God. And just grow in him in 2024. If you have any questions, contact me. Ken.tuck at loveinactionministries.com. Ken.tuck at loveinactionministries.com. Or you can call our offices here at Love in Action at 334 494 4995. Well, Happy New Year, everybody. And my prayer of blessing for you is as always the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord cause his face to shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his face to you and give you peace.